Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, and today's guest is a recent Firebird Book Award winner. She is Stephanie Harper, and her award-winning book is titled, Wesley Yorstead Goes Outside. Stephanie has also written a poetry collection, Sermon Series. She often writes about chronic illness and spirituality. Stephanie grew up in Colorado, where she graduated from CU Boulder with a BA in English in 2009, and then she received her MFA in Creative Writing from Fairfield University in 2012. She's also worked on several literary magazines and served as guest editors. Stephanie is also passionate about helping other writers and has served as a tutor, writing coach, and developmental editor on a number of projects. And she's always open to new projects and collaborations. She lives in Littleton, Colorado with her family and a strange half-dog, half-gremlin named Cher. We're going to have to find out about that. When she's not writing, Stephanie is actively involved in progressive faith community called Abiding Hope Church. She loves to sing and laugh, and her favorite time of the day is brunch. And actually, as we speak, it may be brunch time. Well, not in Colorado, but for me here in Ohio, unless any time is brunch time. We'll find that out, too. Welcome to the network, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's brunch time somewhere, right? That's so funny. You just singled out brunch. And now I have to find out just a peek about your half dog, half gremlin. What's going on with Cher? Yeah, so um, Cher is, we believe, um, half Australian cattle dog and half chihuahua. So um, she basically looks like somebody stuck a chihuahua head (laughs) on a cattle dog body. Um, She's very sweet, but she's a rescue dog. Um, And so she gets a little grumpy uh, and growly sometimes. So we've nicknamed her the gremlin. Oh, I love that. Thank you for rescuing (laughs) such a little creature. You know, it's the, it's the ones like that where people pass them up. So my hat's Absolutely. off. Yeah. Hats off. I've been rescued by 13 cats. They, they've all found oh, me. Wow, yeah. That's wonderful. Not anything I ever set out to do. I used to be extremely allergic to cats. And then they started showing up on my porch. I'm not sure if somebody's dropping them off or what's going on. But anyway, that's me. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, congratulations on the book win. Wesley Yorstead goes outside. Thank you. Thanks for having this wonderful competition it's it's always nice when award is connected to such a invaluable cause thank you we've been making and sending pillowcases to homeless veteran shelters and women and children's domestic abuse homes and even animal shelters not pillowcases but cage comforters so i thought let's tie this to the book awards and this way it gives the authors a a tax deductible way to enter their books and then it and it helps send and brighten up the living conditions for these folks that are less fortunate so it's just been a it's been a fun project all the way around so thank you for your book submission which obviously went a long way to help. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your book, Wesley Yorstead Goes Outside. A very interesting premise. So I want you maybe just to give our listeners a little peek into the storyline. Sure. Uh, so Wesley Yorstead is um, a graphic novelist in his early 30s, um, and he also is agoraphobic. Um, his case of agoraphobia is pretty extreme, so he hasn't left his apartment in five years 
at the beginning of the book. Um, and there are some reasons, some precipitating events that cause this move to, to be inside, um, which you'll find out in the book. But the book really begins um, when a young woman named Happy ends up delivering his groceries in place of the normal delivery person. Um, and then that's sort of the starting point for this relationship and transformation that um, Wesley undergoes throughout the book. Mm-hmm. Now, how did this idea of writing about a person who was fearful of going outside come to you? Did Had you had experience with others with agoraphobia? Where did that come from? It really just started as a desire to experience explore this idea of what it would be like um, to, to not leave, to not be able to leave your home. Um, so, you know, when I started writing, it was really kind of a character study, and I was just exploring the interior of, of what it would be like for somebody in, in this position. Um, and then you know, things sort of unfolded and I realized that there was an interesting story there and an opportunity to really explore fear and anxiety um, on an extreme level, but in a way that I think is really relatable um, to a lot of us who struggle with, with anxiety and some of those symptoms. And from what I understand about agoraphobia, I'm thinking that those who may have had any kind of pre-existing symptoms or feelings that way may have really been triggered and, and it may have really been intensified by this last year's lockdown. Yes, yes. I think um, I, I think this lockdown has been obviously incredibly tough for everyone, um, but I know that there are, are a lot of people struggling um, with their mental health in a variety of ways. I think collectively we've experienced a trauma um, that that many of us are going to have to take time to work through. Absolutely, for sure. I think we need to find the positive in that and maybe hopefully that allowed for some time of self-reflection and maybe to come to some understanding about anxiety and fear, which we all have, but maybe we cover it up with our daily routine. So hopefully yeah hopefully we could find the good piece in all of that and maybe to intensify our human connections as well yes you know i think that that's another prevalent theme um throughout this book is just the importance of relationship and community um and how relationships have the ability to transform us um both characters you know both the character of wesley and happy um, are somewhat broken uh, at the start of the novel by life circumstances, and, you know, and, and a variety of factors. And I think they're coming together. You really do see a lot of growth um, and transformation throughout the story. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very firm believer in the importance of relationship um, and community. Uh, it's a big part of my spiritual life. So I always try to work that into anything that I'm writing. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. You wrote somewhere that Wesley Yorstead Goes Outside asks the reader to consider what our fears take away from our lives and how we might overcome them. Any thoughts on that you can share? Sure. You know, um, again, agoraphobia in in the context of the book is this extreme 
um, anxiety and, and panic disorder to the point that the character can't even leave leave his home. But, you know, to a, a lesser extent, how often does our fear keep us from doing something, keep us from, you know, trying something new or putting ourselves out there or stepping up to a challenge? You know, there's there's so many ways in which I think a fear and really, you know, a fear of failure at least in the context that I live in, um, in in a suburb in Colorado, is such such a disease in in many ways that that holds people back. Um, I think you know when you see a character like Wesley overcome something so large in his life, um, it really helps us remember that. It's so important to be able to step outside of our fear and give new things a try. Mm -hmm. I do think this book will be relatable to so many people. What has been the response? What have you been hearing from from readers? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, it is really relatable. Interestingly enough, um, even more so probably being published in the midst of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote this book. Uh, it was finished in 2013, so there was no pandemic <laughs> mindset or, you know, or tie-in um, when I was writing the book. But this sort of um, providential thing has happened where, you know, publishing this book in the midst of everyone living into this quarantine isolation, you know, all of that has really... Um, I've gotten wonderful feedback from readers about how relatable the story was, how inspiring it was during, um, you know, this period of quarantine and isolation. So I really think um, readers have engaged the book even deeper than they might have because we're all sort of living this stuck-at-home experience. And hopefully it makes people more aware of what others may be going through. Then having read your book, maybe it'll just soften people up a little bit so that they can become more comforting to others who may be going through this kind of uh, fear and this phobia. Absolutely. I think that, you know, empathy and compassion are are very much rooted in story. Um, and the more that we can share and, and engage and experience in the stories of people uh, who are different, from ourselves, the more we can increase our ability to be empathetic or compassionate. Right, right, right. Thank you for that. Now, your cover, when I initially looked at your cover, I just loved it. There was something about it that was that compelled me to open the book. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, wow, you could have gone so many directions with that cover. How did the cover art come about? It's a great question. There were Definitely um, several giraffes of the cover out there, you know, involving a door and uh, a window, you know, and, and some of the symbols um, that exist throughout the book. But uh, I was just very fortunate that um, the artist who works with Properteous Press, which is um, the publisher uh, of the of the book, came up with this really great idea um, and wanted to, you know, draw this cover from scratch. And I do, I just love it. Um, I think it 
it really speaks to the heart of the novel, um, but then also some of the humor and whimsy mm-hmm. of the novel. And um, yeah, I couldn't have asked for for a better turnout. Oh, that's the word I was looking for was whimsy. That's kind of the feeling that I that I felt in the midst of such a heavy subject. It was it's just yeah, yeah it was yeah. a great kind of visual juxtaposition that you didn't even know you were witnessing. It was just very cool. I like the cover very very much. Thank you. You are welcome. So what's next for you? What are you working on now? So my current project is actually nonfiction. Um, it is a, a memoir and essays about living with um, a chronic headache condition, which I have had for almost eight years now, uh, where I basically have a headache all the time um, that never goes away. So just writing about that experience, hoping to provide some levity and humor, but also Um, some help and inspiration to other people who are experiencing chronic illness. Oh, that is very interesting. I have to tell you that I have had a headache almost every day for the last 20 years. Now it'll go away, but it, but it's there every single day. And at different times, I cannot predict, I cannot figure what the trigger is. Um, It's, yeah, but it's been years and years. So now it's just part of life. I've given up. I, I mean, I don't know what else sure. to what else to do with it. So that's interesting. If you come up with uh, an answer, let me know. I will absolutely. <laughs> All right. Anything we missed then that you wanted to bring up today during our conversation? I don't think so. Really great questions. I appreciate that a lot. Oh, I I care. I I when I read your book, I just it struck me, and so. Uh, Oh, you know what else? Before we before we uh, begin to wrap up, I watched the uh, video, which I thought was brilliant. Whosever idea it was, the YouTube video of the gal who has the cooking show and made the lasagna, and and then yes, oh my yes. gosh, how smart was that? How interesting that she tied the lasagna in with the cooking show with your book. It was just brilliant. Yeah. Um. So her name is Stephanie Weaver, um, and she has a great show that she calls the Blue and Yellow Kitchen, right. um, where she brings on authors and uh, connects their book to some kind of food item. Um, so it worked out really well that I had this scene in my book with this lasagna that she was able to recreate on her show. And it's just a really, a really fun experience, really unique mm-hmm. uh, way to talk about the book. Absolutely. I just, I fell in love with that. I thought, oh my gosh, somebody is so smart here. I'd never heard of that before because I was trying to initially think, what does this book have to do with a a food show? (laughs) I loved it. I'll have to reach out to her and give her a compliment. You can too. Share, Share with her my compliments too. I will. I will. Good, good, good. All right. Well, why don't you share then any contact information where folks can go to purchase the book Wesley Yorstead goes outside and learn more about you or contact you. To learn more about me, contact me. My website is stephanieharperauthor.com. Would love to hear from from some of you. The book is available in all the all the major spots, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Bookshop, um, and you can also purchase the book directly through Uh, the publisher website, which is Propertius Press. All righty. So the title of the book is Wesley Yorstead Goes Outside, written by Stephanie Harper, 
The website is stephanieharperauthor.com. And I highly encourage everybody to uh, get a copy of this and read it. It's just so well worth it. Stephanie Harper, thank you for today. I'm so happy we had this opportunity to connect. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much for having me.